So in case y'all didn't know, I call you passionistas. You all come week after week fulfilled and filled and curious about the passions and the purpose of other women and men who are unpacking what God has placed within them. Today is one of my favorite, a fellow passionista, but also a fashionista. Maria Swan is a capsule wardrobe expert. She is a corporate dropout because she pursued what God was pushing her into. She said yes to her God dream. Y'all know that's my heartbeat. Come on, Roots and Wings course. And everything that we got to talk about today just totally filled my soul. I actually started crying as she was sharing a testimonial about her one of her clients who just had this incredible transformation. And you guys, you might think that clothes are superficial, but when you're putting them on to exude your internal desire of being the, the person, the beautiful queen, the beautiful man, if you're a dude listening to this, that God intended you to be, it shifts atmospheres when you walk in promise, when you walk in the fullness of your identity, when you walk in fashion, and you feel what you're wearing in the mirror in such a new way. And Maria is vibrant. She also uncovered to me during the podcast, because I didn't even know, was a praise and worship artist and a minister of the gospel on stage. But she was fearful of stepping into a place that God was pushing her because it was an unknown factor. And yet when she did it, he continued to show up time and time again giving her people, giving her opportunities, giving her the know-how and the capability, and and that's what he does. In this episode, she said something that will always impact me, that God will not let you fail because his name is on it. He is not a failure. He is victorious. And so, y'all, she is a powerhouse. I'm pumped for you to get to know her. She will absolutely be in community with us. If you're a fellow passionista on the Core Creatives Network, Jump over there, interact with her. I just got a text message, so that's really fun. And yeah, I look forward to hearing from you guys. Definitely connect with Maria Swan at Instagram, Facebook, or her website. You have to know her. You have to get dressed with her. She is awesome. This is your God wink. The moment that heaven says for such a time as this. It's time to own your joy, prioritize your health, discover your wealth, and exude your wholeness. It's time to become truly fit. However, this isn't a fitness podcast, though I'm a retired personal trainer and nutritionist. This isn't business jargon or tips and tricks to landing your successful passion project, though that's totally why I'm a business coach. This isn't a quick fix health detox ploy. Though I'm all for therapy and I love Whole Foods, I do have a YOLO side sweet tooth though. This isn't confusing religious banter. Though I'm an ordained minister still figuring out the many things and facets and faces of Jesus. It's really none of that. So I'm wondering, if you're wondering, what is this? Well, this is an opportunity to join me alongside other big dreamers, innovative movers, and lifestyle shakers. As we explore and share our messy comeback stories and discoveries with each of you fellow passionate seekers. The Fit and Faith movement was birthed through my own trial and error discovery of mind, body, and soul alignment, and to be totally transparent, my own entrepreneurial crash and burn experiences. 
I've learned firsthand that being fit isn't about our physique at all. It's not about our qualifying abilities or titles. It's not about our potential. It's truly about our God-gifted passions meeting our purpose. You are one step away from achieving your idea, your dream, your calling, your purpose, whatever you want to call it. And I want to be there for the moment that you say yes in freedom, clarity, and confidence that you are living fully fit in who and whose you were made to be. Welcome to the Fit and Faith Podcast with me, Tamara Andress. There is no better time than now to get fit. You guys, is Maria not the cutest thing you've ever seen? I love her. You guys, she hasn't even got to see the video that just aired with all of her beautiful headshots and all the things. So I am excited for you to see it. But my girl Morgan put it together and I was like, oh, she looks amazing. You look super famous. <laughs> I love it. So I am here with Maria today. Maria, where are you tuning in from? I am from Florida. 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 That's right. Sunny Florida. It's actually beautiful here in Virginia now. It took us a while to get into summer mode, but we're here officially, so you've been having it for a while, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> I want to make sure our sound is good. For some reason, it's saying that we're not. Hold on. Oh yeah. Okay. We good. We good. I always get nervous that it's not live. And when somebody's not first on vi- visually with us and saying, Hey, we can hear you. You're good. I just want to make sure we've got you because you are yeah. fire y'all. Me and Maria, I don't, how did we even get acquainted? You have to remind me. I think you were in Facebook group, to be honest. Okay, good. Nowadays, with all of the social outlets and outreaches, I just remember, Oh, was it women empowering women? Or Women Helping Women? Yeah, okay. So, a cool thing about the world nowadays, and people can view social media however they want, but God uses all things for good. And he connected Maria and I just in the past couple of weeks, and I just knew that she was a glow-getter. I knew that she just exudes so much of Jesus, not only through her beautiful smile, but through the cool things and the cool freedom moments that she's allowing women to go through all based on something that we both hold near and dear to our heart, and that is fashion. Yes. So welcome, Maria, <laughs> and I'm so excited to unpack your story and share with women what you're doing and for you to be a resource to them. So kind of give us a bit of a backstory about who you are and how you got to do what you're doing today. Of you know what's so cool about that I was just in a coaching conversation last night with a couple of women and someone else is in that exact same placement where they don't really have language to describe The movement, she said, it kind of feels like I'm being pushed from God, 
but I can't really explain it to anybody else because I'm in a really great career that I do love and I'm really successful at. So people are like, what are you doing? And they're kind of thinking, what's happening? Are you having a, like a midlife crisis? And it's like, no, God's just got a hold of me. And so explain that a little bit more in, in that leap of faith that you took. Yeah, yes, so, so um, um, I, I felt, felt like, like it was, you know, you know slowly getting time, time for me to go months, months before, before I left. I, left. Yeah. I, was, I was really, really fighting it, you know, know? and, and um, I remember telling my husband, like, it's time for me to go. Like, he was like, what do you mean? I said, I don't know. And there's nothing happening, you know, at the office that's making me feel like it's time for me to go. But I feel like God is telling me, it's time for you to walk into your purpose. It's time for you to help these women, like, you know, you're supposed to be doing. And I just, I don't even think she's that. I kept fighting I'm like, it's God. I'm like, oh, God, you know. I, I, I kept saying, saying, you know, give me signs, signs or let, let me know he grew. Right? So he did. He did. He did. So, so one day, day I was like, like God, God today's, today's the day for me to tell my, my boss that I'm leaving you knew that I was working on, you know, wardrobe styling and things like that. Right. knew I was like, we were very open about what I was working on. And as I said, today's the day. It was just bothering me to tell her. You know, no, um, that, that was time to go, go soon. I said, you have to make very apparent to me. Right? Yes, yeah, because so I need to actually, like, I trust me. you, but I need a little bit more. Love you, but. <laughs> yes, yes. So, so I'm sitting at my desk, I'm working, and, and my boss is in, in her office, and she texts me, you, you are amazing, amazing to me. me. Right? right? And I'm like, thank you. So I say thank you so much. I love you too, and we need to talk. And then she said, come in the office whenever you're ready. And I, I went in there. there and I told her and it was just everything. Everything with me leaving was a smooth. That is such a blessing and something that we all pray for. And I think we don't often always receive. But when there is like a fervent move on your behalf, on God's behalf, and you submit to his will, even in that reluctance and that pushing and pulling that you're having and your husband being like, hold up, red flag, what's happening? I think it's so beautiful that you had those words of affirmation from people. And that's the part that we really have to tune into because oftentimes we're asking God for something. He's actually giving it to us from the voices, from the text messages. Just the world sharing with us. And yet we're blocking like, okay, God, I still don't hear you. It's so true. It's so true. So I was really, cause I was so prayerful and I, and I kept saying, God, I want to leave on good terms. I kept saying that God, you know, my heart, I want to leave on good terms. I don't want to leave my co-family here struggling or trying to figure out my position. So I started training one of the girls that was there months before I told my boss, because I wanted to make sure that everything was a smooth transition and God just looked out for me. And I think when we do it that way, when we look out for other people, even though we know God is telling us to do something, I think he just, he's like, okay, I see your heart. So I'm going to help you make this decision. That's so good. And that's where like that component of honor comes into play, right? Like it wasn't like anything in your setting had done wrong towards you. Like you and your boss had this great relationship. She actually was a part of the catapult that put you into the place that you're in today. And so I love that you not only shared your heart with what these passion projects were, because that means your setting was so good that they wanted to know the full Maria and not just the working hat HR. Maria. Um, and that's something I always tell women, like you aren't 
all your an individual hat at an individual time of day. And since we're talking fashion, and I should wear my hat today, but we get to be that part of us all the time. In every situation you step into, step in with authority, step in with power, but also step in as the mom, step in as the wife, step in as the sister, step in as the friend, step in as the creative. You know, all of those parts of you should show up to every occasion because God doesn't show one facet of himself to you at a time. He shows multiple facets. And that's who we are. Yes, ma'am. It's so true. It's true. So you've obviously probably loved fashion since you were little. Was that something that was infused from your mom or just media? What was it? I I can remember just being into it. And I remember looking at my mom's like pictures when she was younger and how she put, you know, clothes together. And when I was young and she had like the really nice heels and I'm like, I have to have this in my life. I remember being really young, like mommy, when I get older, can I have these? And she was like, girl, by the time you get older, these are going to be out of style. And, um, <laughs> they're not, they're still oh, I know that. I wish that we like had some of my mom's <laughs> wardrobe. I get that. <laughs> And I, so I remember just, I, I knew at a young age, it was just funny how God instilled things to you when you're young. I remember being young, right? Putting on different clothes saying, I like to feel good in this. So this is what I'm wearing. And that's what I'm helping women do now. Like I'm trying to tell them wear what makes you feel good. Like, and I was a young girl, like, and I remember my brother saying, you're walking down the road to the store. Why are you dressing up? I'm like, <laughs> I, I like to look good. I like to feel good. I always think like it's a very similar concept, but to say it in a couple of different words is dress the way you want to feel. And sometimes you wake up and especially as a mom, like we put our hair in the top knot and we got our yoga pants on and we've been wearing it COVID style for four months. And I'm like, I'm going to the coffee shop or I'm going to the grocery store. And today I want to feel like a human being, not a mommy needy thing. And so you put on those clothes and then you become like, I had this fancy dress on dropping my kids off at a farm at 9am and the little camp counselors are like, you look so cute. And I'm like, thanks. Bye Felicia. I'm off. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes ma'am. So keep, keep unpacking. So that was kind of adolescence. And then as you grew, was there, like, w tell us about your shopping experience. What do you like as far as putting pieces together, all that? Of course, um, I am a bargain shopper. Like, and I think I'm, I'm, I'm borderline cheap, to be honest with you. Like, <laughs> like, like, it's just a line. <laughs> even better, even but better. <laughs> Yes, and I'm like, I'm for years I say I'm not spending over twenty dollars on a pair of pants. I'm not spending over fifteen dollars on a shirt. And I get a lot of name brand things and a lot of high end items because I thrift a lot. A lot. So cool. I go to um, <laughs> high end consignment shops and high end thrift stores, and I go and I get everything I need to get for less than <laughs> what people pay for it. Um, okay, yeah, Florida yeah, is yeah, like I'm calling my name. I need to come shopping with you. That sounds so fun. <laughs> They're everywhere. You get overwhelmed. They're everywhere. <laughs> so I, um, yes, and I, I think that's why I'm so big on helping women with authenticity because a lot of times we spend money on things that we should not spend money on. Um, and we spend more than what we should spend because we feel like that makes us 
you know, more elite or, you know, or whatever that feeling is that comes with, I spent this much amount on this shirt. When really, when really nobody cares. People just want you to look good. You know what I'm saying? Preach. 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 So I really, I'm, I'm really like, because I know how to shop and because I find beautiful pieces like this shirt. I think it was like $6, $5.99. It was on sale. Oh, cute. And yes. And, and I, I want women to feel that way. I want women to know that um you need to be authentic and shop where you need to shop for the season that you're in. Like, okay, you can't spend $50 on a pair of jeans right now, but you can spend 12. Go find those nice pair of jeans for $12. Rock it. And be in the season that you're in, you know? I love that. I think that's wise advice in so many facets of our humanness. And especially as entrepreneurs, like we aren't to the vision, right, that God has in store for us or he set before us or that we feel like we're going to one day be. And it's this becoming process. It's like understanding that where he has us right now in this specific season of business, for you, it's that startup phase. And you're wearing back to the hats all the hats in your business. You're the marketing, you're the sales, you're the podcast pitcher, you're the, the designer, the web developer, you're all of it. And it's it feels so overwhelming and it feels like nobody even understands what I'm doing just to get this one sale, right? This one customer. But I've had such yes. wise advice from coaches of my own that have said, in order for you to be the the bigger version, that that God vision, that God version that you have, that he has for you, without knowing each of those intricate, intricate seasons that you've walked through, that you're currently walking through, you're not going to be able to steward what he has in store for you later to the best of your ability. It's so true. It's true. And you know what's funny about that? When I started my business, I knew I could do a lot of things, right? You know how you, you're like, I can, I can do design, you know, or, you know, I can work on my website, right? I have been forced to do those things. And when I want to outsource it and God's like, no, you can do it yourself. So the more I do it, I'm like, God, you didn't put that in me too. Yes, you did. Like, it makes you feel like you really invested your time in me and my creativity. And I think we do ourselves a disservice when we don't take in account that these seasons that we're in are really ways that God is saying, you know, you can do this. You know, you can do that too. Or, you know, you can help somebody do this, you know, and, and that's where I, where I am. Like, God, you, you did that. Like, <laughs> it's so good. And it, he's also very purposed in the people that he puts around you because a part of that process, and this is what I constantly am teaching my, my coaching clients is open your eyes because the tool that you need is likely already around you. It's like you're on a scavenger hunt in those um, those boxed rooms that they put you in, the escape room. Have you done one of those yet? Yeah, where everything you need to solve the problem is right there in the room. And yet our eyes are closed and our ears are shut off and we aren't, we're literally walking around like mummies thinking, eventually I'll get out of here, when instead we could lean on the sisters that God's put in our place, just like you and I coming into connection. It's like, whoa, this was not a, a Tamara Maria thing. This was a God thing. Yes. Yes. And you know what? I tell, I tell my husband, I got the phone with you. I said, God is so, he's so strategic, right? Because anytime... And he, this never fails. From the time I started my business and the time I said, okay, God, 
I will do this, right? I'm not going to kick. I'm not going to you know, scream. And I'm going to do this in excellence. He is always at a certain time in my business where I'm like discouraged or I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm just drained and tired. He always sends a sister to me. He always, it's amazing. I'm like, babe, look, you know what you mean? A Christian woman, a believer, somebody, somebody I can talk to. Like, like sometimes we're like reaching for you. For you. Like, it's, it's weird. weird. I don't know each other. It's so true. It's so true. And I found this more and more as I've stepped into the calling of being a Christian coach. And I, I personally struggled with that initially. And my pastor, I was, as, as I was going through my ordination and minister's licensing, he sat me down and I told him, you know, I don't know if I'm supposed to be in the vision that God has for me as a Christian hearted woman who then is in the secular world because the secular world was an entrepreneurial striving and rat race and all that was what I had done previously to coming into my faith. Or am I supposed to do this like constantly wearing that Christian woman hat? I don't know. How does that process of picking up and putting down look like and changing your wardrobe, right? Like I'll step in over here and I'll look like this, but like I am over here and I'm like, hey, and why can't I be both? And so experiencing the freedom that God has for you through your calling, through that purposed identity factor that he's placed inside of you, your capable factor of I can do this, this, and then I also can rely on a sisterhood and rely on the kingdom. And so since putting out that I'm a Christian coach, the amount of women that reach out to me that are like, I had a girl the other day, she said, I just, I'm, I'm in a great business networking group. I, I learn so much, but every other word that comes out of people's mouth is a word I don't want to receive. Whether it's negativity, whether it's competition, whether it's cuss words, whether it's newscasting, whatever it be. And she's like, so I'm going to stay in that group for a season because I've paid for it, is really what she said. She's like, but I need to be in community with like-hearted women who put their faith before their fashion, who put their faith before everything else that they come into play with, including their fun. So unpack for me a bit about that style coaching, that capsule wardrobe experience, and how you're infusing Jesus into that. You know, when I initially started doing um, the styling thing, I came out as a wardrobe stylist, a personal stylist. I thought that I wanted to um, get out and help women um, in events. Right. So if they have a speaking event. I can style them, uh, you know, a photo shoot. I can style them for that. Right. As I started getting clients, I realized that a lot of women had the same, even though they are different, different walks of life, different jobs. Um, they had the same common um, issue. And the issue was they could not maintain their style. So I'm like, you don't need a personal stylist. You need a system that's going to help you look good every day of the week. You know, you can't pay a personal stylist every day to dress you. It's just, it's unreasonable. You know, it's not real. Like, you know, we're not reality stars and we're not celebrities. Like, that's something that's just not in our budget, you know? (laughs) Not in this season, Maria. Not in this season. (laughs) (laughs) You are so right. Keep going. You're nailing it. I just had to say that. (laughs) But that's real. That's so real. Um, So I'm like, 
um, you need you need to be able to look good every day. I want you to feel good every day, not just for your speaking engagement, not just for your big event that you have going on. I want you to look good every day. And that's when I transitioned and I said that I wanted to do closet organizing I, because I know that a lot of women have things in their closet that they need to get rid of. And then COVID-19 hit, girl. <laughs> pivot, pivot, pivot. <laughs> I had clients, you know, lined up for closet organizing. I was going to go into their home, organize their closets. And then COVID-19 said, no, you're not. Six feet apart, right? So I was freaking out because I'm like, I'm doing all this content and all this marketing for closet organizing and wardrobe styling. And now I can't go into, you know, their home. So I I, I was praying. I said, God, I really need to be innovative. You've created me to be innovative. I know you have. So I need you to download something here to make sure I get some income, right? So my income stopped. The little bit of income that I was getting, because, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a new entrepreneur. So the little bit that I was getting, it was, it was non-existent. Thank God my husband has a good job. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That's so, yeah. Yes, so I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm praying, girl, and I'm like, God, what is next? And I told him, I said, I really need you to send someone my way um, to help me in this next phase of my business. I believe in getting coaching. I believe in business coaching. I believe in getting help, right? I'm not self-made, and I don't want people to ever think that that's a real thing. That's not a real thing. God created people, people so for people. That's like, so like, good. I love that. I love that. <laughs> So I was like, I, I need somebody. And then a lady, kid you not, this is how God works for me. A lady, but I'm, but you know, you said something, let me touch on this. You said something that was so real. You said, God is always talking to us. We just, we're not looking at it. He's always talking to us, right? So a lady DMs me two days after I said that prayer, or after I told my husband I was going to go back to work in HR. That's how serious heck I had gotten so discouraged. I said, you know what, babe? I'll do this part time and I'll go back to work at HR. I find an HR, HR job, right? right? Yeah, and that's real. She's she a man. Yes. And um, she says, um, I am a business strategist for style coaches. I didn't know they existed, right? And I'm, I'm like, what? So I'm like, her her and I'm going through it. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what she does. She helps people like me. That's <laughs> so cool. <laughs> Girl, I get chills when I think about it, how he's just so strategic. I get excited. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, so I'm talking to her. She was like, set up a call with me. I set up an hour call with her. She just overloaded me. I'm like, this girl knows what she's doing. She's going to be my business coach. So I got into her 30-day program, right? And um, she and she was just giving me everything I needed for my business. And she was, and one day we were talking. She was like, "What is something that you?" Because I was stuck on niching down, right? What is something that you love to do? Like, what is something? I was like, "Girl, I don't know." I said, "But I can make a bad capsule wardrobe, and I can do it fast, right?" And she was like, "Well, why isn't that something that you you won't do? Like, why won't you niche down and just do be a capsule wardrobe expert?" I was like, "That's a thing." She was like, "Maria." Honestly, it doesn't really exist. Like people aren't calling themselves. She said, but that could be your thing. That could be your thing. And when she said it, girl, a light bulb went off. So and cool. I, I remember, her, I remember telling, telling her on that. on that call, you are an answer prayer. I like to speak into people's lives because some people walk around, they don't think that they're an asset to another's life or another's prayer. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if you're saved or not. I want you to know that you are an answer prayer for me, right? So I told her, I said. Side note, you're an answer prayer. I prayed 
and God sent you to me to help me. Oh, full body chills. It's so good. Girl, and, and that, that is how, how I became, became the capsule wardrobe, wardrobe expert. expert. And, 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 and girl, girl I, and I told her, I said, I'm just, I said, it, it comes natural to me. I don't, I don't think about it. I can say, put that with that, with that, with that, with that, and put that together. You have outfits for the next 16 weeks. And I'm like, what? How in the world? I didn't think about that. Do you feel like you've been sitting on the dream God has given you for far too long? Do you feel out of alignment or obedience because of it? Or perhaps you've been spinning your wheels on how to answer God's call, but can't quite define or design it into a business. Maybe you've titled this God dream a ministry, one you wholeheartedly give all of your time and energy to, yet your passion isn't providing the profit you need to sustain your home, your first ministry. Do you struggle with the idea of earning money doing something you believe he'd want you to do in servanthood? Do you feel unworthy as a woman to possess wealth? I get it. I've been in every one of those shoes, and I can promise you the moment I traded those worn-out sandals for his intended comfort, I was able to finally walk the miles it has taken to grow the dream from ideation to activation, catapulting my true passions into my full purpose. And now, while I've had a joy to group coach many women over the past couple of years in a group setting, I still sense there are missing straps to their well-made shoes. So I designed this course, the God Dream Design Course, to walk alongside you intimately until you've claimed the gift of the shoes he has always wanted for you. You're probably wondering if this is the surefire way to claim your roots and discover your wings as a kingdom entrepreneur. Why are we talking about shoes? Well, these aren't Nikes. They aren't Yeezys, whatever the kids call them these days. And I am not giving you sandals like Hermes either. God's shoes truly fly. God's shoes have limitless souls that never wear down. They are promised to get you where he has shown you that you were intended to be. So come along for the ride, get out of that stuck analysis paralysis state of limitation and develop the mindsets, methods, and models to bring to life the vision he has planned for you before you were knit in your mother's womb. Sign up today for your self-paced program where I will actually provide you live coaching, a community of women to walk this journey alongside, a package of goodies right at your doorstep, and many more incredible deliverables. You can find all of the details on my site at tamraandress.com. Don't forget, Tamara is T-A-M-R-A. I got the good version. Thanks, Mom. But really, girls, it's time to fly. I promise it's as spring as it sounds. See you soon. It's so good. It's so true. I have a girlfriend who she puts together things sometimes, and, and people will tell that to me as well, but this specific girl that I'm thinking of, she will make one dress into like five outfits because she'll wear different tees, she'll wear the shirt different, she'll wear the jacket, she'll change it up. And every single time I'm like, that's a really cute skirt. And she's always like, and she reveals that it's like a dress. She turned a maxi dress into a short dress and she had that stuff tucked up into her Spanx. And I was like, what? 
It was awesome. It was so cool. So I think like the concept of capsule wardrobe, I didn't even, I wouldn't have known what it was except for a few years ago. And I think this is also a cool pivot in our conversation when you were talking about COVID and closet organizing and how women need to to get rid of things. So for me, for a long time prior to coming into my faith, a coping strategy for me as an outlet to stress and overwhelm was shopping. I always shopped on a bargain, but I would just over shop. I had things I didn't need. My closet, I actually have shared this on the podcast before, but had kicked my husband when we moved in together, not even to the next room, but to the upstairs room over the garage for his closet because I had taken up everything with the stuff that I had and I still had seasonal bins that went into the to the attic. Dumbest thing ever when I think back on it. So... As I was going through and and understanding my faith and understanding my identity and realizing that the things that I wear or the things that I carry, if you will, or any of those things didn't identify who I was. Now, that didn't mean that I put away fashion because I love fashion, um, but I went through the Project 333, which we had talked about before, but I wanted to share it to the audience. And it's basically like a challenge, um, which I totally think that you should cultivate one on your own. So I'm not even going to give them the details because Maria is going to have one coming out for you soon, (laughs) your capsule wardrobe (laughs) challenge. Um, But it was this... This concept to me that was just uh, incredible while I was also going through minimizing and simplifying my life. And that process of, of decluttering not only my closet and giving my husband not only a closet in, we had two closets in my room, by the way. Okay. He got his own closet, which he should have, and he got three of the six drawers instead of one. <laughs> so that was a really big thing just in our marriage. Like, what a silly thing that he never, like, voiced to me that it bothered him. He didn't care. But it was freeing. We got to share. We got to be with each other when we were getting dressed in the morning. And there was this whole new unfolding for us. And then it went from our closets and our drawer and to our entire house where we decluttered little, like, knickknacks and, and things that were in our home that brought no value, brought no worth, brought no, no self-identity to us in that regard. And so there's this exchange process that happens. And I want women to understand yeah. that clothes and fashion have a play in that. And they should, not the other way around. Not that they shouldn't, that your clothes yeah. don't matter, because they really do. And so I love that component of what you do. I would love for you to unpack like potentially some customers that you've had, the freedom that they've experienced. What has some been some feedback and reviews? Yes, of course. Um, I had a client um, when I was doing the uh, individual wardrobe styling and this really was what made my mind turn you know, really make me sit down, take a back and say, how can I help more? Okay. So I met her at an event. Um, another Christian sister, um, reached out to me and asked me, did I want to come to, um, Georgia and speak at her event? And I'm like, uh, no, I haven't been out of state. You're coming to Virginia then I'm not coming to Florida. You're coming to my thrifting shops. (laughs) And she was like, I just feel like God is telling me that you need to be here. Right. And it was so weird because nobody has ever like, um, 
like was at me like that. And she said, I see what you do. I know the women in my conference need it. She said, it's going to be about 55 women. She said, they're all entrepreneurs or career professionals and they're all mothers. So I really need you to talk to them about style and how they can just, you know, come up and elevate in their style. And I'm like, girl, for days, I'm like, I'm good. Like, and I, I made every excuse. I don't, you know, I don't know how to get there. I'm not driving on a plane by myself, you know, whatever. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so hard for me to comprehend because I have a crazy travel bug. If someone's like, drive 45 minutes to this new place, I'm like, yeah, where and how? I'll fly there. What? Take me, take me. <laughs> so I want to impart that to you in our relationship. I'm going to get you there. Okay. Yeah. I, I hope so. Because I was like, I was so hesitant. And then she found someone to go with me from here. She just worked it out. And she was like, you have no excuse. She said, I need you there. She said, I feel like God is telling me that you need to be here for something that you have going on. She said, I don't know what you have going on, but you need to be there. Right. She had no idea. I had a fear of speaking. I'm talking about it shook me. Like, for me to have to speak in front of people, it just was like, it made me, and I've done praise and worship since I was 16 years old. Like, that's just, that's what I do. I sing and I minister, but you asking me to explain something to someone? I'm like, you are shocking me right now. I like, you know, when you meet people and you have this like understanding of who they are and I don't even fully know you, but this is like shaking me. This is so cool. So obviously my earring just fell out. I'm that excited. <laughs> so tell me, tell me what happened. So you obviously went, you went. I, so I get there and I speak in front of these women and my session was only supposed to be 30 minute session. It ended up being an hour and like 10 minutes because the women had so many questions. And I remember looking at her like, can I cut it off now? She was like, no, keep going. They have. <laughs> and then finally I was like, okay, if you have any questions for me, if you want to contact me, come, I will stand at the table. I had a lot of women. Waiting, waiting for me. So strategic. God is so strategic. We got to lean in. <laughs> so they come and um, I meet a few and one in particular came to me. And um, when I speak to women, a lot of times I ask them what they do, because based on what they say they do, they should look a certain way to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you should not have on certain clothes if you say you're <laughs> I love this. I love this. Okay. <laughs> so, so I said, um, what is it that you do? She said, well, I'm a CEO of a really large company. And I remember my mouth dropping and being like, I said, you wear that? I remember saying, like, you wear that? And she started laughing. She said, yes, I really need help. She said, I'm going to reach out to you when I get back. You know, she was from out of state when I get back in my home or whatever. So I didn't hear from her for, for a few weeks. And then I get a text. I have something coming up, blah, 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 blah. I find her an outfit, but I also, I'm talking to her. Like, I know you don't, you don't like this about yourself, but you need to get over that because cause she was a Christian too. Because when God created us, he said, this is good. And I know you may not look like how you want to look, but baby, you just had a baby. And our bodies change when we have babies. You know, I don't care if you went two sizes up or six sizes up. This is the season that you're in. You need to dress yourself in the season that you are in. This body, you may not like it. Get familiar with the mirror and say, I don't like this backpack, but this is the season that I'm in. And I'm going to dress this backpack. Girl, this is so good. This is so good. So um, we're talking, got her some pieces or whatever. And then I get a text a few weeks later. My husband 
loves my clothes. She said he loves how I look. She said, I feel better about myself. The people in my office are asking me what happened to me because I'm dressing up more now. She sent me a picture of the outfit that she had on. Very cute outfit. She said, this is how I've been dressing, you know, when I come in office now. And I am, I call myself the confidence keeper because I believe that when you have confidence, girl, you can set the world on fire. And it, it may not be the whole world, but I'm talking about the world around you. I just really believe it, right? So when she texted me, she told me that it made me feel so good because I know when your confidence is up and you're boosting your confidence, and a lot of times it has to do with what you put on. I know that you can, girl, you can do a lot of things when you have confidence. And, and that's, that's really, really how God um, helps me in my business to really dig in and help these women. It's just not about clothes. Like, I'm not trying to just get you dressed up. I really want you to be confident. I want you to be authentic. I want you to walk in purpose. I want you to be stylish. Like style, stylish is the last thing. Because I need, you inside. I need you to be inside out. Girl, you have me actually like emotional over here thinking about that woman and thinking about even the process that you introduced us to at the beginning of how you were feeling of like, I can really make a business out of that. I didn't even know that that was a thing. And here you are utilizing everything that God's done in your life, even that praise and worship and, and ministering and blending the two. And that is like literally my heartbeat for women is to know that like all of those things that God has implanted in you, those hobbies those things that you just naturally are good at all of those are intended to change lives and be a catapult for you to actually feel and find freedom in what you do on a consistent basis. And so now that one woman that you had an opportunity to dress, which in the secular mindset, that's like not a thing, right? Like that's just like put on your clothes, go shopping, cool, you look great, go. But when you're dressing from the inside out, there is something so incredible that is exuded for, through people, that light, that inner light, that Jesus knowing light that people are attracted to, that her office was like, whoa, what's going on? And it's not about her clothes. It's about her, the way she stands, her posture towards herself, which yeah. then is emulated from the posture of Jesus who sees you like that already. Yes. And I really, and you know, I don't just hound Jesus, Jesus, Jesus on people. I'm not just out here being like, girl, when you look for this outfit, make sure Jesus. I'm not, that ain't me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I am very uh, aware of when I speak to an individual, uh, a woman, I'm always praying, okay, God, whatever I need to say, whatever needs to be done for this woman to feel how she needs to feel, I need you to use me to make sure through the video call because I do myself on video call that she feels what you know what you what you want how you want her to feel you know that's so incredible and again that that pivot point where you instead of going into people's homes now you're able to just even through that one conference have additional clients during this COVID time for you to be able to pivot that to virtual coaching is so incredible did you when you said you found a few pieces did you online shop for her did you go places and ship that to her tell us about that process because yep, yep. I know friends because yeah, I go to, yeah. I'm like a TJ Maxx shopper which would probably be similar to thrifting where you go and it's just like it looks like a truck threw up and you have there's not one of the two same pieces and you have to dig through that stuff so explain how you find that for other people yes yeah, so at the time what I was doing was um ordering for clients 
So um, she told me what she wanted, whatever. And what happened was we ordered a dress. The dress did not fit how she wanted it to fit. So I said, because the dress does not fit, I said, I, I you know, send it back or whatever you want to do. I said, you need this dress like in two days, you need to find your local marshals. Go to marshals, they will call me. And she was like, oh, okay. Because I don't think she thought I was going to do that. But I'm like, if it ain't, it's not fitting, we're going to find you something else. I love marshals. <laughs> I, that's so good. That's a great yeah. advice. Yeah, people oh just don't know. That's so cute. Yes. Um. So I went to Marshall's. She went to the dressing room. She got um some dresses, took pictures of them, and, you know, video called me. And she was like, I love these dresses. She put them on. I said, you love them. You need to buy them. And they were, I think she got two for the price that she got on Amazon um, because they were on sale. It was And it was around the time um, of um, homecoming. So, you know, a lot of things were on sale around that time. But, yes, that's how I shop for her now um, because I'm doing the capsule wardrobe thing and I'm shopping for essential items for women who do not already have them in their closet. Um, I have an um, image consultant profile that helps me let them make their own style portal. So they can go in there to their own little thing and click on it. Because I'm in their size and their style. They click on it and they can just order it. That's cool. So does that mean you purchase it outright and then they purchase it from you? No. What it is is in my style portal, they can go in and it's from you know, places that we all know, um, ASOS, Amazon. I um, see. Cool. Uh-huh. So they can um, go on there and purchase it. They have 15 days to purchase it because, you know, after 15 days, people start buying buying things and um, they have 15 days to purchase it and they click on it, put their card in and it's shipped. Yeah. That is so neat. So I, my business brain is like thinking, so you have to share with me and our listeners for the people who are like, how do you make a living off of this? How does this work for you financially? Do people, do you get like affiliate money for those things? For, for my, my, um, for my, for my account, account? Yeah. Um, cause, cause I use, use you, yeah. yeah. Cause, cause I, I use you and strike. strike. Yeah. I get an affiliate, cool. but, but I have a package that I charge my package. Okay. Like, I have, like, for example, I have, um, one It's called new capsule, new wardrobe. So basically this is somebody who does not have, um, the clothes in their closet that they need to make a capsule wardrobe, I have a package price for it. And they pay that package price, and then the style porter and everything comes with it. I and see. You have access to me for 30 days, and um, you can upload things from your closet that you want me to style for those 30 days. Um, you know, I put your lookbook in there, and then I also create you a capsule wardrobe because I tell my clients, I need you to get dressed now, girl. We're not, not going to wait for these clothes. clothes. We're going to go to your closet. We're going to make some outfits. And they're like, oh, my gosh, we're making outfits now? Yes, pull them out. That's so much fun. It's such like a... Um, empowering process because right then and there you're like listen it's not about me needing your money it's about me empowering you to see what money you've already spent and utilizing that yeah. right because it's I think a lot of times when people think of situations like this they're like oh I don't have the money to invest in an entire new wardrobe that's not it it doesn't mean that what you bought is wrong you're just styling it wrong <laughs> so that's really cool yes exactly so you had the experience with that gal from your speaking event. You flew home because did you fly to Georgia? I need to know this. I drove. Okay. I went with a, 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 a sister, sister friend, friend, and we had a blast. 
I so love that. And now you're you're officially, uh, I have you as you're on your bio, a corporate dropout who is a style coach and a capsule wardrobe expert. And I didn't even put like that you're a sister in the Lord, but obviously that is like a huge component of what you do. It's a part of who you are. He exudes through you so organically, so beautifully. If you were to give women who are in still in their corporate setting perhaps, or still in a place of, of treading water almost, or perhaps they're content with where they are, what advice would you give them to take that next step? My advice would be to really, let me say this too. I got really sick in 2018, changed my life, changed my mindset because I thought I was going to die, right? right? And I told God, if I come out of this and I feel better after this, because they had to take my thyroid out, that I was going to live my best purposeful life, right? After surgery, not only did I feel better, my voice wasn't messed up. Because, you know, a lot of times when you have those thyroid surgeries, so, 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 sure, sure. My, my voice sounded way better. Like, God just really looked out for me. And I, and I, and I kept my promise. And I, and I said to myself, whatever it is that's in my life that I'm not doing at 100%, I'm going to level it up to 100%, right? So that's a lot of where my urge to just move came from. I had a life, I had a life moment. You know what I'm saying? It's so, so good. I want this, yeah. I want people to be like, let me live purposeful now. Like, why am I not living pur- purposeful now? If you're at your job, if you're at a corporate job, and you know God is calling you to do more, I'm not saying to quit your job, but do it on the side. Because there are things that you can be doing on the side that can make an impact in the people around you. You know, if you do have that unction or that urge to leave, make sure things are in place and leave. That's really good. Let me tell you something. People were like, you're leaving your job? Like, the people, because a lot of people, The people around me, yes, the people around me didn't know that I was, um, like, you know, a lot of friends didn't know that I was leaving my job. I told very few people, you know, um, but my coworkers and the people there did, right? And they're like, why would you leave? Like, you love what you do. You make good money. Like, this is just good. Like, you know, like, life is good. I'm, and I'm telling them, God has more for me. The walls are caving in. Like, the walls are closing in on me. And i rather leave you know, and go into what God has me to do because I know it's so much greater. This has been a very scary type of process for me because it's different and it's new. And I like, I like to know I'm getting a check every day. Like, <laughs> yes. just, like, Who doesn't? Who doesn't? I would love to just know. <laughs> so true. But I, I knew that when, girl, when God has his hand in something, he blows your mind. You, I can't, and I, and I can't explain it, but when he has his hand in your life, in your business, and you say, okay, God, you told me to come out here. I'm out here on the water. I need to walk. I don't need to sink. And when you hold him to his word, he just makes things happen. He just does. So that's my advice. If you feel the unction or you feel, you know, in yourself that you need to go and you need to do something else, prepare for the move because God, I promise he won't, he won't embarrass you. He will not embarrass you. He will not leave you hang- hanging because his word is on it. Like his name is on it. He's oh, like, gosh, like, girl, this is so good. 
I think, I think failure is often what people's, you know, fear factor is, is, okay, well, I feel this unction. I know God's telling me to do it. I am fearful, one, of leaving that steady paycheck and my comfort zone, but I, I do believe that God's pushing me here, but what if I fail? And what will yes. other people think? And what will my coworkers think when I have to show back up to work with my head between my legs, right? And that's just not God. I love thinking of it from the perspective of he has his name on it. He's not going to let that fall. He's not going to let that fail. So come on, girl. You're preaching. Yes. So that's that's it. He's not going to let you be embarrassed. And and a lot of times, if you think about it, like you said, it goes down to, am I going to fail? Am I going to be embarrassed? Even if whatever you went out to do does not work out exactly, he always redirects you. He will redirect you in whatever he needs you to do, and he will not embarrass you. Girl, I transitioned from July when I you know, told people I was a wardrobe styling to now, now the capsule wardrobe expert. I have transitioned into two or three different titles, right? And I market two or three different titles because God kept redirecting me. When I first started my business, I wanted a clothing line. I'm working on that now. I was asking, that was my vision casting coming next. I'm like, there has to be a clothing line coming. Come on. Yes. And, you know, that was initially, but God said, no, let's redirect. And when he redirected me, girl, I have no regrets. It's so amazing. And I think... That is when pe- when you see this vision, you're like, okay, I'm supposed to do this now. And oftentimes God doesn't have that as a part of his plan. That's where he's like laughing. He's like, yes, I'm promising you that. And I want you to have that vision as you're moving through these steps and through this process because we're going to, I'm going to take you there, but it isn't a wake up. Here you go. It's all fine and glory. And there is hardship and there is that component of overwhelm sometimes, but it's relying on the source. It's, it's resting in his energy, resting in that promise and knowing that each day you're headed towards that, that victory, that goal along alongside him. And so to know that you've changed and you've shifted and you've redirected, he isn't taking that promise off the shelf. It might look a little different as you actually see it, but that's the cool part because launching a clothing line, I know firsthand, it's, it takes a lot of initial investment. And coming out of a job, you likely didn't have that. So God's like, okay, that's the vision, but this is how I'm going to get you there. So let's start bringing in the income. Let's start developing that savings. So when it's fully time and you fully understand what it is, because the clothing line you would have designed probably a year ago is drastically different than this capsule wardrobe clothing line that you're going to develop, right? So he's like, he's basically just pruning. He's pruning, pruning, pruning so that the true fruit of that he has planned for you will blossom. Yes, it's so true. That's exactly what it is. Really good. This is so amazing. I cannot wait. Do you have uh, a resource or anything or a space that you would like to direct women or men to during this time? Um, just, I'd love for them to get in touch with you. Yes. Um, I, they can always reach me on Facebook. Um, I use my personal Facebook a lot because that's just where my audience is. So it's Maria Barry Swan. I have videos on there and just really good stuff on there. And also Instagram, of course, at Devocateur on Instagram. I do have content on there as well. And then um, my website, www.devocateur.com. 
So good. You guys are not going to see her for the last time on anything that I'm doing. She's coming in. She's a part of the community already. She's in the sisterhood. And it is going to be incredible to see how God orchestrates and strategically aligns us moving forward. Um, Maria, it was such an honor. I'm so grateful to know you. I'm so blessed by your energy and your joy and your faith to step out into a place of unknown and, and own it and own it on behalf of God. So thank you for honoring him and and for being bold. Of course. Thank you for having me. All right. See you guys later. Hey, y'all. It's me again. I hope in today's episode you sense and ignite to an ember within you. Something mentally, physically, emotionally, or spiritually moving that creates and sustains a fire within your journey. Before you go, let's solidify the flame. I'd love for you to take a step right now in declaring your takeaway by snapping a pic of the episode you tuned into, share your sparked moment and tag me at fit and faith underscore podcast or me personally at Tamara.andress on Insta. I hope that I can keep you accountable and also share you with the greater community of the fit and faith podcast listeners. We're totally in this together. Community over competition is the motto, right? I'd also be incredibly grateful if you took an extra second to leave a review on iTunes or your podcast listening app. I'd love to feature your thought in the next episode and give you and your passion project a big shout out. You know I'm a writer, so I love words and I can't wait to read what you have to say. I'm ready to fuel the flame with you together. And until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. Tune in next time. This is Perseus Poku, host of the Sound Reasoning Ministry podcast. Learn how to share and defend your faith by listening to us weekly. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.